Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Today's episode of the Believe in Steelers show is brought to you by betonline.ag. The Panthers are a slight favorite over the Pittsburgh Steelers in week 15 of the football action. We'll discuss here on today's episode of the Believe in Steelers show. But before we get into it, Head to betonline.ag today. They'll take care of all of your gambling needs this NFL season. 365, 24-7, whatever sport, whatever time, whatever place. Make sure y'all go to betonline.ag. Use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. All right, cue the music. It's time to start the show. Welcome to the Believe in Steelers show on the Believe Network. I'm your host, Mark Bergen, joined by my guy, Pittsburgh Steelers scout, two-time Super Bowl champion, and 12-year veteran of the team, number 24, Ike Taylor. IT, good to see you this morning, my man, recording this on Wednesday. Steelers hit the road to Carolina, take on the Panthers. Week 15 is already here. How are you doing this morning, my man? Man, week 15, it feels like... You know, the football season is coming to a close. Mark, I do feel good to answer your question. But, yeah, Pittsburgh is on the road against the Carolina Panthers. And the Carolina Panthers, you know, they don't look too shabby. So we shall see what the Pittsburgh Steelers can do. pair of five and eight teams entering this game, Ike. And it's like, can we figure out a way that the Panthers and Steelers could trade divisions? I miss being in the playoff hunt, Ike. I know it's tough, right? Uh yeah, Lee, Mark, it's just tough watching the Pittsburgh Steelers going through the growing pains, I would say. But, heck, I haven't seen this since, you know, my rookie year, which was 2003, mm-hmm. to be honest. So, to go this long, uh, damn near 20 years, to have this kind of season, I'll take this every other 20 years, any day of the week. <laughs> I'm with you, Ike. And at stake, if the Steelers lose, it would be Mike Tomlin's first losing season in his 16-year tenure in Pittsburgh. And then if the Panthers win, interim head coach Steve Wilkes will have won as many games as Matt Rule, uh-huh. who was fired earlier this season in two and a half, almost you know two and a half years 
in Carolina. So a lot at stake, but I let's open things up. And I know you're a limit, a little bit limited in what you can say in this regard, Right. but the big question Steelers fans have is Kenny Pickett coming off a concussion, his second in eight weeks. If he's unable to go, which quarterback do you start against the Panthers, Mitch Trubisky, Mason Rudolph? I'll turn it over to you and I'll give you my opinion after. Oh man, Mark, that's a tough question. Uh, what I, what I will say, Mark is, Whoever I was split between Mitch and Mason during the week and whoever looks the best between them two, mm -hmm. I will move forward on going on uh, either or. So I'll return this question to you. If you're in Coach Tomlin position, Mark, who would you have um, if Mitchell Trubisky couldn't go? Uh, Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett. But I got you, Ike. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Kenny Pickett. I'm sorry. So I would go with Rudolph, and here's why. You've got Trubisky under contract through this season and through next season. Rudolph is only under contract through this current season, then he's a free agent. If you're going to decide to bring him back beyond this season, give him a whirl. See what he can do because through four starts, I know what Mitch Trubisky can do. He's made 54 career starts at this point in his career. I know what Mitch Trubisky is. He can be a solid backup. That's fine. But it was always going to be, let's have him hold the reins and then have Pickett take over when he's ready. I understand Trubisky has a mobility to his game that Mason Rudolph doesn't have. But I don't think if Trubisky plays that he could potentially increase his value. People know what he is as a quarterback in this league at the age of 28 years old. So if you can't improve his value and you avoid getting him hurt for next season, I would throw Rudolph out there to see what you've got. And maybe even if you don't bring Rudolph back, I, I'm kind of thinking like a GM here. If you maybe increase his value and force another team to spend more money on a backup quarterback that they otherwise wouldn't want to spend, I'd give Mason Rudolph a shot this weekend. And that would be my argument for the Steelers third stringer. So Mark, you know, this is a business a business where winning is everything. So you you feel like you can win on Sunday more with Mason than uh, Mitch, or you're thinking more offseason than value? Because by the end of the day, we still trying to get this win. Okay, if we're trying to win, I would go with Mitch, Ike, but I'm thinking the okay. force between the trees, and I think it's marginal. I really believe it's marginal, the difference between Trubisky okay. and Rudolph. If we're trying to win one game, yeah, I would go. I think Mitch Trubisky's a better quarterback than Mason Rudolph. I, I'm okay. with you there. But again, I curious. I'm looking at this beyond just this one individual game, Ike, because at this point to me, the playoffs are lost. I know that the Steelers are not yet mathematically eliminated, but right, it right, would be a long right. shot. And I will say this, either team that loses this game, <laughs> they would have to have chaos happen for them to make the playoffs for either team, because both teams are five and eight right, at right. this standpoint. Ike. So that's just the way that I would approach it. Yeah, if I'm trying to win one game, again, I think Trubisky is a better quarterback than Rudolph. I will concede that. Okay, for sure. Just curious. Just wanted your thoughts on that. Well, and, and I look at, to Trubisky when he's been at his best as a quarterback in this league. Remember, both Rudolph and Trubisky have winning records as quarterbacks I just know what Mitch Trubisky is. He's 30 and 24 as a starter um, through four starts. I've seen what he can do with this team. He's get he's been given his shot. 
again, if Pickett can't go, and let me say this too, if Pickett can go, like Mike Tomlin said, I'm starting Pickett 10 times out of 10. Right, right, right. And right. this is just my opinion too, Ike. Um, if Pickett had stayed healthy in that game against the Ravens, I think the Steelers win that game. Just my oh, opinion. Yeah. 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 I'm not going to disagree with that. I, I think, I think, I think Kenny Pickett just gives that team uh, a whole lot of hope and he's more valuable right now when he's under center. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll say this too, like two concussions in an eight week span. Yeah. That's why I want to see, hey, and you've got your work cut out for you with the scouting department. I, I yeah. am going to lead the campaign. I want to see improvements to the offensive line. And, right. you know, I've been right. banging that drum for a long time right. now, Mike. And that's something that, you know, there have been improvements since the bye week. But oh, after that Ravens game, Mike, it was just the struggles of the offense again. I know you look on paper, you say, well, on defense, you're giving up five yards of carry. I look at it from the standpoint where you only allow 16 points to a Ravens team and the three interceptions that Trubisky threw all came in Ravens territory. I always say not all interceptions are created equal. It was the right. scenario in which they happened in. You have Calais Campbell, six foot eight, a mountain of a man block one of Chris Boswell's field goals. And it's like right. points for a premium. If you get three on any one of those drives, that's the difference between winning and losing this past week against Baltimore. Yeah, I mean, that's tough. But Calais, Calais Campbell, he's been doing that for a long time. Yes, sir. And to be able to play on defense at 6'8 says a lot about Calais Campbell yeah. because usually guys who are that tall, they're using on the offensive line, they usually play tackle either left or right. So for that for that, for that that man to be playing defense for this long, and he's changed the culture too. You know, he's bought in the culture for the Ravens. So uh, for him to be playing that long, he's, he's just been, he's been blocking, you know, field goal kicks for a minute but just to hear a six eight defense says a lot about how good he is and how they feel about Calais because he's the centerpiece of that defense yeah I'm with you like like I said a mountain of a man one final Correct. thought with uh Trubisky and the quarterback battle too like the one thing to where I would say let's start Mitch would be you don't want to ruin his confidence going into next season because I want him to get the best out of Kenny Pickett. So if confidence is an issue at all and you're worried about that at all, I don't know the makeup and demeanor. I'm not in the locker room every day. Right, I'm not right. in the practice right. meetings every day. But if that right. is an issue, then just go on and start Mitch because honestly, like <laughs> this is a perverse way to look at it, Ike. And I understand this because it's very different. You spent 12 years as a player in that organization. But for me, it's like if you're not going to make the playoffs, if you're not going to contend, Let's try to get a as high a draft pick as possible. And so to me, that's like the silver lining. And honestly, like I'm kind of at peace watching Steelers games now because if they win, it's like, oh, great. You know, my team won. And if they lose, it's like, hey, well, maybe we can finally get a pick higher than 10th, which they traded up for Devin Bush in 2019. That's the highest pick of the Tomlin era. And so people that are criticizing yeah. the Steelers right now, I, I shake my head because how many other organizations – traditionally would love to be in the Steelers shoes. And I've said this before, Mike Tomlin is the victim of his own success because of how many other people would want to be in his shoes because he plays to win. He plays to compete every single game. I think that's yeah, something that but, separates the Steelers from other organizations in sports. Go ahead. Ike. I'm sorry. Yeah, but Mark, don't, don't nobody want to be in these kind of shoes. I mean, you, we, we talk. So, so you, you, you gotta look at Cleveland. You gotta look at, 
Chicago, you got to look at Jacksonville, you got to look at Detroit, used to be Detroit. So you got to look at the bottom of the barrel kind of organizations. And you never want to be them kind of organizations. I think Coach Thomas said this a couple of years ago. He was talking to uh, uh, Jadavian Clowney. He was like, boy, you look good, but sure, you you too high for me in that draft. So that's the mentality. That's the mindset of the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Like, you never want to be in the top 10 unless you're trading to be in the top 10. If you ain't trading to be in the top 10 and you just automatically in the top 10, a lot of people are getting fired. That's yeah. just that's just that's just how it is. So now from your perspective, you like, yeah, for sure. I, I get exactly what you're saying. But from a players, a coach, and a front office perspective, it's like, nah, this it sucks. I it's, it it sucks to be in the top ten every other year. Obviously, your team ain't doing good. Well, it's been a long time since the Steelers have been naturally in the top twi- in the top 10, I is what I'm trying to say. Correct. It was uh, Chase Young from Washington that he had that conversation. Yes, Chase Young, like, not just yeah. David Clowney. Correct. Yeah. yeah. We knew he was a stud defensive end. I know the exact clip where he just no, laughs. No, I stand correct. Says, I pre- we don't. I we don't. You. Yeah, I got you, Ike. I got you, Ike. It's still early. It's the morning. It's okay. Uh, keys to the game, Ike. Again, both teams five and eight for me. Since Steve Wilkes took over as Panthers head coach, their identity has changed, meaning they run the football now, which is surprising because you trade Christian McCaffrey over to the 49ers, and it's like, wait a second. Well, you're running the ball, and the stats don't lie. The Panthers lead the NFL on rushes between the tackles and are second in rushing yards between the tackles since week seven. So when Wilkes took over, as the interim for Matt rule. And Ike, I'll say this, if he leads the Panthers to the playoffs and the Panthers are in control of their own destiny, if they went out they're in. Yeah. if he gets the Panthers in after the brutal start that they had under Matt rule, yeah. you have to strong. You got to consider. consider. Yeah. Yeah. You got to consider. Looks for the head, Matt, for the head job. Go Mark, ahead. Mark, I agree with you 100%. Um, you, sh- you, you have to strongly consider unless the owner wants to just clean slate. But if the Panthers sneak in the playoff off of how they started, off of the firing during the season with the head coach, Matt Rule, and them boys get enough, you got to consider. Because one thing I will say, first of all, next year you're going to have some really good draft picks off of CMC, letting Christian McCaffrey go. Second of all, you're doing exactly what you need to do in your creating identity for your team and what's that running the ball controlling the clock and playing good defense it's right now like the tennessee titans way we're gonna run the ball mm. we're gonna control the clock and we're gonna play good def- defense now is it the sexiest is it the flamboyant way of winning games no is it the patrick mahomes way no is it the josh allen way no because they don't have a josh allen or patrick mahomes kind of quarterback but yeah do we want to give ourselves time a chance in every game? Yes. Well, how you do that? You get you, you catch your running game and you play good defense. Exactly what the Tennessee Titans do. So, yeah, for that, for, for Coach Wilkes, I agree with you 100%, Mark. If he gets this team into the playoffs, strongly, 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 strongly consider giving this man the head coaching job. It's funny you mentioned the Titans earlier, Ike, because I'm looking at, okay, who's – who are the Panthers running back since they traded over CMC? 
Deonta Foreman, who spent several years back Texas, at Derrick Henry. With the and then Correct. Chuba Hubbard, the stud out of Oklahoma State. Who, yes. I remember when Hubbard was in college, he had a 2,000-yard season in college, and they played like 12 games. So he's good at they got two rock too. Hey, Mark, they got two running backs that that damn near broke a lot of college records when it came down to the running game. Yeah. For, Foreman was a stud at Texas. Mm-hmm. And we all know what trouble was doing. So if, if I feel like these are my two best and most consistent players on my offense, what the heck do you think I'm going to do? I'm going to run the damn ball. Y'all belly about to be tired as hell because I'm about to put this football in y'all belly damn near 40 times a game. Yeah, Ike, and you mentioned with Wilkes with the full-time role, you at least have to consider it. And if you if you don't hire him, you better hit a home run. When I you say, listen to the players, Ike. Listen to what Shaq Thompson says, speaking for the locker room, a respected veteran saying about Wilkes. I'm going to just read you a quick quote. Quote, he's a true alpha. He's a true leader. Guys follow behind him. He's a great coach, and I hope he's here for a while, end quote. Hey, listen. What I need to know. He 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 traded he traded CMC right which which was a hell of a trade for San Fran and obviously it's going to be a good trade with the draft picks for the Carolina Panthers. Then he messed around and he got rid of a bad seed in Roby Anderson, so say at the wide receiver position. This is what you're not going to do. You're not going to disrespect. The team, you're not going to disrespect my coaching staff, and you definitely ain't going to disrespect me. Trading him as well to Arizona. So, and when players see that, they got to fall in line because you got to understand, in the football world, it's organized violence. So you got you got to know that my mentality got to be wired different as a head coach because I'm a head coach and I'm creating a atmosphere. I'm asking guys to run into guys 50, 40, maybe 100 pounds different than them every damn play. So a few of your screws got to be loose. Now, as a coach, to have respect from your players, an alpha talking about another alpha, says a lot about the coach. So the reason why they're playing like this for Steve, for Coach Wilkes, they respect them. And when you and that's all you can ask as a coach or as a person, just give me some kind of respect. So, like I said, like you talked about, highly consider depending on how the season go with the Carolina Panthers, um, Coach Wilkes as a head coach, because we say it all the time. Now you've been on the show with me for about two and a half, three years. Mm-hmm. Hey, players ain't gonna lie to you; they're gonna tell you the truth. All you gotta do is listen to they post or they pregame speeches. They letting you know everything that's going on in the locker. They letting you know if players like other players. They just letting you know. And we take from that and we put our two cents in and we evaluate how and what we want to say. But yeah, Mark, uh, for Shaq to come out and say this about Coach Wilkes, they always felt like he should have been the coach because that's the whisper. Yeah, we love Coach Matt Rule. He's our head coach right now, but they got a coach sitting right behind him that he's really our head coach. This is how players talk. Yeah, Ike, I, um, to me, it's either mismanaging the roster, mismanaging personalities, maybe mismanaging personnel, but it, it's a results-based business at the end of the day. 
And if the Panthers beat the Steelers, he'll have as many wins as Matt Rule had during his entire tenure there. I think that's very telling. I think that's very I mean, telling. You, Mark, you just, you, you just said something. Mismanaging the roster. When, when, you're, when you're a head coach, and sometimes you don't have a lot of say-so with the front office and the guys y'all draft. But your mindset might be going into the season like, okay, this is how I want to run this offense or this is how I want to run this defense. But your roster says it's better suited for this style on offense or this style on defense. And that's all Coach Wilkes is doing. And that's with a lot of coaches, not only – and I look at it from a developmental stage with my 10-year-olds. I look at it from a high school, a college, and a professional level. It's a lot of coaches who don't want to change. And they don't want to change because – what they know is what they know. The great coaches evolve, evaluate, and they look at their roster and they'd be like, you know what? I'm a four-four guy on defense. But my roster says three-four. Let me change to a three-four. Or Coach Wilkes, they thought they had a a spread offense, because obviously Coach Matt Rule coming from college, he liked to sling the ball. But Coach Wilkes, I'm guessing, and I'm just guessing, just my personal opinion. He said, man, I, our roster say we're a running team. So I get what you want to do, Coach, but we're a running play action kind of team. So that's exactly what they're doing now, running the ball, playing good defense, play action. Because they got two guys that we did for the draft, Mark. I don't know if you remember. I think they got a D-tackle in the corner that we were talking about high last year. And, then, and them two rookies wind up balling. We talked about them last year. Carolina wound up picking them up, and they've been great contributors to that defense as well. J.C. Horn, the corner, is one From of South them. South Carolina. Like, yes, yes. Right. And I know he's the son of the NFL receiver. Hollywood. Yeah, Joe Horn. Yeah. Yes. And then, um, Ike, I, I'm looking – I'm just looking at the depth chart right now. Okay. Ike Aquanu out of NC State. Yes. Left tackle. Yes. Left tackle. Yeah. I, I'm sitting there, and I'm like – You was high. You was high on him. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. was uh he was king of the pancake. Like they were giving him bottles of maple yeah. syrup yeah. coming out of college. So if I'm a young skill position player, it's like, okay, I got my bodyguard, I got my road paper taking so care why would of the I next pass all years. Day? Yeah. Why would I if yeah. I got a if I got a guy, all he doing is eating IHOP at Waffle House because he just full of pancakes because he be smashing people. Why would I want to pass the ball all day? Let me go it on, let me go it on get this uh NIL deal slash new contract for the NFL and let that man keep pancaking, pancaking people by running the ball. Eric, I think you just got Iki Aquanu a sponsorship to Waffle House. We could do Cracker Barrel. I mean, Denny's. Have your pick. Have One or two. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah. I'll say this too. Listen to the players. I remember after the game, they're talking to Sam Darnold, who's 2-0 and this season, filling in. They got rid of Baker Mayfield. P.J. Walker's out with an injury. And he's like, they asked him, like, hey, what's the difference? And he's like, oh, we're running the ball. And it sounded as simple as that. And it's coming from a quarterback. It's coming from a quarterback. It makes it, it makes it so much easier when your running game is efficient and you can do play-action pass because everybody bites on the line because you've been running the ball so good. Now you got two, maybe three receivers running wide open. It's, 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 it's so good, but – the running game has to be efficient. And right now, that's exactly what's going on with the Carolina Panthers. So the Pittsburgh Steelers, since Carolina is playing the Pittsburgh Steelers, they got their work cut out for them or trying to stop the run this week.
Remember, this since, is also, since we got keys to the game coming up. Yeah, yeah, and remember, Brian Burns, the left defensive end for the Panthers. Like, Panthers could have had not one but two first round draft picks for him, and they decided to keep keep him. So keep an eye on him, making sure he's blocked up front. Ike, key to the game right there because you can get one, not one, but two first round draft picks. And the Panthers said, no, 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 we're gonna keep him. Yeah, I mean, you already got a first round that obviously he's doing good. Then you get, uh, then you get a, a few more other pick, uh, draft picks from CMC, from Christian McCaffrey. So I'm telling you, man, Pitt, Pittsburgh, the Carolina Panthers will be in, in good grace if they finish off strong, but in in better grace off of the draft picks they will acquire coming into this 2023 draft. All right, Ike, we've talked plenty about this. I will go to my score prediction, uh-huh. and it's contingent on if Kenny Pickett plays. If Kenny okay. Pickett does not play, I'm going to go with the Panthers 23-17. If Pickett does okay. play, let's flip the score in the Steelers' favor. Okay. So if Kenny Pickett plays, um, I, I, just like, I just like Pittsburgh. Um, I'm going to stick with 24-21, Kenny Pickett plays. Uh because I just like that. I, I've liked what he's done over the past four or five weeks um, as far as like touchdowns to interception ratio. And he, he was finally getting in the groove. Uh, I thought um, before he had this concussion, uh, defense, defense, Kenny Pickett and Pittsburgh defense is a good mesh when Kenny Pickett starts. So I'll say, I will, I will say that. Um, Kenny Pickett, Kenny Pickett doesn't play. Uh, I'm going to let you talk about that one. <laughs> I, I've got you. I just think that the Ravens gave the Panthers their recipe to where the Ravens are playing with a third-string quarterback making his NFL right. debut. And the, the Steelers knew it was coming. You put eight men in the box, and they're still getting five yards of carry. And I just think with that identity that the Panthers have with Wilkes, it's going to be – a lot of the same in terms of right. trying to attack this Steelers defense. So again, a lot of this contingent on if Steelers rookie quarterback, Kenny Pickett can play again, I'll go. Uh, if Pickett does not play, I'm going to pick the Panthers 23 to 17, but I Panthers okay. are two and a half point favorite at home schemes in Charlotte. When odds makers do that, usually if it's even, they'll give the, the home team three points. So this should be a close one. Points will be a premium as well over under at 38 and a half. And if you want to place a bet, on the game, betonline.ag is the place to do that. Ike, the Steelers are getting some reinforcements on defense. Signed defensive tackle Jonathan Marshall. This comes after Chris Wormley tore his ACL. He'll be out for the rest of the season. We'll see how much time he could miss potentially next season. This was a player in Wormley that played consistently and all 16, 17 game seasons. He rarely got hurt. And then the Steelers also sign outside linebacker Ola Adaini as well. So um, Steelers getting some defensive upgrades, uh, some defensive reinforcements. And Ike, I look at it from this standpoint too. If you could hit on maybe even one of these signings, maybe you can find someone who can help this team, not just for this season, but in 2023 and beyond. These underrated signings, I'm hoping that when we look back on this, it's like, Oh yeah, I remember when the Steelers made this move and we don't think a lot about it right now, but 2023 and beyond is kind of how I approach this. You could strike gold on one of these two. That's where I land with that. Yes, yeah, it's, it's early grooming. It, it's like a kid um it's like a kid coming out of high school and he's going to college early to play football in January. 
So um, he 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 will, he will he will be groomed early instead of going in the summer and hitting the fall, and now everything is new. Same thing when you're getting these guys, uh, even even late in the season, December. You're still giving them a three, four week groom on what it is to be a Steelers, the expectation, and this is how we're doing things before the off season really hits in January. You know, so yeah, if you can strike on, if you if you got two, you can strike on one. Um, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. You're you're golden. So yeah, but that's that's exactly how I look at it. Um, you get a few free agents, um, depending on somebody's player injury, and you hit on one of them. That's a good thing. I just look at it as a a kid coming out of high school early, you know, going into college. So he have a whole six, seven months to kind of settle himself in and understand how the business is ran. Tell you a little bit about Marshall. Entered the league in 2021, a sixth-round pick out of uh-huh. Arkansas. And, again, was on the Jets practice squad as well. And then, again, that kind of accounts for Chris Wormley, who becomes an unrestricted free agent in March. So a torn ACL means he probably won't be ready yeah. for the start of next season. Oh and no! I wish him right a now. speedy recovery. I wish him a speedy Correct. recovery. The timing is just, it's brutal. Yeah, it's tough. The ACL around this time, I mean, knock on wood, you know, it's just, it's just tough in general. Even though the ACL surgeries and guys able to come back as fast as they once did, especially in my day and era, um, guys was coming back faster, even coming back faster. So say because of technology and medicine, and these doctors are way in advance. Um, but yeah, you still want to take your time when it comes down to ACL when you're a football player, regardless. You know, so a uh, speedy, re- I ain't gonna say speedy recovery, a successful recovery. You know, sure. is what I want to say. Sure. Yeah, it's how it always cracks me up. They had successful knee surgery, Ike, and it's like with modern medicine, it's like, well, I hope you know. Uh, right. Ola Adani. Uh, comes over from Tennessee, an edge rusher. So Malik uh-huh. Reed, who's been backing up both T.J. Watt and Alex Highsmith, he's been dealing with some back issues. Uh, Jameer Jones is rotated in, but he's playing on special teams. And then the Steelers have also used DeMarvin Leal, the rookie out of Texas A&M, a little bit uh, like as a hybrid outside linebacker a little bit this season. One thing I noticed okay. with the Daney, though, Ike, it's very active on his LinkedIn account. I was trying to do some research for this, and he already lists that he's a member of the Pittsburgh Steelers. I love it. A true professional. Hey, man, you know these young kids, when it comes down to anything, when it comes down to these phones and being locked in, they already step ahead. So whether he got a LinkedIn or IG or Twitter or TikTok, as soon as anything changed, man, I'm sure as soon as his name come up, it's going to upgrade his link account ASAP. All right, Ike, time for my favorite segment of the show, What Yins Think. This is where we allow our commenters on YouTube to weigh in, ask us questions, and offer their perspective. We've got two today. First one coming from Vincent Hot. It says, great show, guys. says, hey, Ike, did you see Debo talking about you on Seven's podcast that's Ben Roethlisberger? He said, apparently, you've always known all the what-what. So, Ike, what I want to ask you, before social media really came along in your career, how would you do your research to talk trash against your opponents? Man, I just uh, I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see how can I say this. Um, I just knew the right. I just knew the right people. Uh huh. You know, my I, I was always taught to uh, if you if you want to have a crew. Um, 
leave the guys alone. Have a have a crew of strong, successful females. So I always had a crew of strong, successful females. Um, and what comes with that is a lot of information because a lot of them look good. So you got successful females that are very confident and they just very confident and they just so happen to look good. And by the end of the day, they know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody, correct? So if I wanted something on somebody, I holler at my crew on, on, on things, I wouldn't know that they would tell me and I use it in the game. So before the game even started, if I didn't like you, um, which was probably 99.9% of the people I didn't like because they didn't have a Pittsburgh Steelers uniform on. Mm-hmm. Oh, I said I said something to you, very disrespectful. But I got all my info, info from uh, some good acquaintances, some good friends of mine, I would say. Ike, this is a skill set I would say that you would learn early on in your life considering what yes. you learned from your sisters. Like this is just something where I have a brother, something I don't know anything about. Yes. Um not not necessarily my sisters. It was more of a I went to college and I had opportunity to to sit down with a young lady, beautiful beautiful young lady. Uh, matter of fact, her name was Dominique, to be exact. I still talk to her this day. And she just gave me the game from a woman's perspective. And once she gave me the game from a woman's perspective, I just, I, I took off. I, I, I took off. So she kind of schooled me on how women think, what women do. Uh, if you're going to have best friends, have a few guy friends, but you know, women women are strong and powerful, and that young lady wasn't lying. I mean, she's older than me, but she 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 definitely she took me under her wing mark, and she groomed, and she schooled me. And from that point on, I'm like, okay. She was like, I ain't you know ain't ain't nothing, ain't nothing wrong with being cool with women, like it's it's and really you know at one point in time, I would just I would just sit down. I mean, I sit down, I ask four or five of my homegirls, let's just go to dinner. And I just want to listen to their conversations, you know, or, or have the insight. So, but yeah, uh, Dominique, to keep it 100 with Shamar, she, uh, she schooled me. And I just, I, I took off. Like once I got to the NFL, I just kind of took off because everything is psychological, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, if you in the NFL, you got some kind of physical attribute. So that's that's only gonna last for so long. How I'm gonna get you? I'm gonna get in, I'm gonna get in your head. I'm gonna get in your head before the game even starts. So as soon as that first whistle blow, as soon as we kick off, or they as soon as we kick off to them, I'm already talking to whoever I need to talk to while they in the huddle. And the referees are already coming to me before the game, like two for what kind of game this gonna be? And I'm telling them, hey, it's gonna be one of them games where y'all almost gonna pull the flag on me. But I'm for sure about to get fined off of what I say, and this and once and once I say what I need to say, you know, I mean, you can ask Troy, you can ask Debo, you can ask Ryan Clark, um, Aaron Smith, Casey Hampton, Joey Porter, Pot Dog, James Ferrier, Foot. Like we thought, Larry Foot was the talker because Larry Foot and James and James Ferrier and Joey Porter. That's all they did was talk. But then when I got there, 
that was like hands down. I probably say the most disrespectful stuff a human being can say to another person. But for me, it was just get it, it was just getting in your head. That's all. Once I got in your head, I knew I was good. I love when we've talked to your former teammates, Ike, and I asked them that question of what's the most disrespectful thing Ike said, and they just start laughing because there's just certain things that they can't say here on our show. They just Correct. can't. Correct. Correct. <laughs> this 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 would have to be a me and you going to Rocco's Tacos on Taco Tuesday. We sit down mm-hmm. and we conversating about it, kind of conversation. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That shout out to Rocco's Tacos too. A great taco place in Orlando. 100%. This is fantastic. And the shrimp nachos. This leads, this is a perfect transition to our next question, Ike. Sure. This comes from, yes, yes. Captain Spartan 04, <laughs> who's been a great commenter, asked this great question. He says, besides spaghetti, we're talking food here. What's some of the best okay. meals or food you can make, Ike? I can Ooh. I can go first, or do you want to go first, Ike? You need to you go of- first. Okay, I yeah, wrote my list first. down. I'm about, so I'm, I, I'm going by meal. So breakfast, lunch, dinner. I'll give you one for Okay, each. okay. I am great at cooking breakfast food, Ike. I specialize in. I have a okay. lobster scrambled eggs recipe. Oh, I love breakfast food. Oh, oh, okay. It is a recipe okay. from Bangor, Maine, and it was actually a Christmas gift that my sister-in-law got me. Um it's it's like a it's a cookbook for men so it's very very right, simple right. it's a great recipe okay. so that's breakfast lunch and dinner it depends on what order you want these two in i make some mean okay. beef kebabs i put my own special seasoning on yes sir yeah oh look at my dog so you get veggies and you get your protein in and i'll tell you what too like i have a skirt steak taco recipe that i've made and the rub that I put on the steak is so good. Sometimes I just scrap the tacos and I eat skirt steak. I love but it. those I are love those it. are my three choices. So you 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 already passed me up when you when you went to your lunch because uh man you know right now when it comes down to this cooking I'm one dimension. So breakfast is my favorite food. Boy, I do a mean scrambled eggs. And a cold ass toast, and that's about as far as my book go when it comes down to cooking. Hey, that's all you need. That's all you need, <laughs> Mark. When I tell you, okay, I you bring a lot of stuff to the table. What is your deficiency? Deficiency, cooking, cooking. Now you want to talk about breakfast food, eggs, toast? I will live off of that every day. Yeah. Every day. But other than that, Mark, once you once you got into your once you said lobsters, lobster eggs, you passed me up already. Cause it ain't <laughs> nothing but Zataran season salt for me on my eggs. So once you said lobster with your eggs, oh yeah, you already you way yeah. past me on that one. You yeah. didn't even have to get to no no lunch for me. But that toast though, I put that love on that toast, Mark. I put that love on that toast. That toast <laughs> that toast be so good. Well, I'm definitely not a cooker, bro. I'm a cleaner. I'm okay. a cleaner. You cook, I clean. Deal. But yeah, when, when it comes down to the cooking, I'll let you chef that thing out, bro. That's something I, I'm not good at at all. Yeah, I don't do the lobster scrambled eggs recipe, Ike, every time I make eggs. I don't. It really depends man, on don't the don't even matter, Mark. That thing yeah. sounds, man, that thing sounds. Matter of fact, I'm going to go on as Lex. I'll you send heard? it to I'm you. I'm going to ask Lex. Yeah, I'm going to say Lex, you, man. You got it. You got it. I say off, off of the strength of Mark. 
you gotta cook. You gotta whip this lobster eggs up for, for me. It's actually very easy to butterfly a lobster tail, but do it when it's on sale at the store. You don't want to pay okay. out the wazoo for a lobster tail. They go on sale every month or so. So that's where I'm okay. at. Again, this is I. This is why I love this segment. What Yin's think gives us uh, you know, our listeners a different reviews. perspective. Yeah, yeah, it's it's fantastic. Ike, we've got to rip through Week 15 picks Thursday night. 49ers and Seahawks, 49ers, a three-point favor on the road. I believe in Brock Purdy. I can't believe I'm saying this. Geno yeah. Smith and the Seahawks, yeah. I think, are starting yeah. to fall off. Yeah. The wheels are coming off. You've been high on the 49ers all season oh, yeah. long. Yes. I know we've seen yes. a one-game sample size from Purdy, but he did, get it. he did it against the Bucks defense that, even though the Bucks have struggled, has been stout. I'm going to take the 49ers right. on the road on Thursday night. Yeah, yeah Purdy. Purdy been pretty. He been pretty awesome. Purdy been pretty awesome. Hey, hey, San Fran, somebody need to go out and get this shirt, what I just said. Purdy been pretty awesome. So, I mean, I mean, come on, man. It's, just, it's, it's the confidence. When you got a defense like that, when you got a running game like that, when you got an offensive coordinator like that, I ain't going to say it's easy to go into the games, but obviously they've been talking about Purdy since training camp. Like, hey, we got it. We got a young boy. I know y'all like, I know y'all like Jimmy. I know y'all like Trey and Company, but we got a young boy named Purdy. He pretty good if something ever was to happen. And it's the confidence, man. I mean, we we went through this, and I'm not saying this is go. This is what it's going to be, but it's the it's the Dak Prescott situation. Mm-hmm. You know, when Tony when Tony got hurt, after Tony got hurt, I forgot who was the backup after Tony. He wound up getting hurt. Then that came in. Then we was like, "Oh mm. Lord, have mercy!" Like same same thing. You know, I, I'm not saying I'm not saying he's going to take over the franchise, but right now he's taking over the franchise, and the franchise is 100 percent around him. And he's and he's showing you, um, he's very competitive. He's going to make his plays, and he's doing it with a lot of confidence. So that's just the energy. My my personal opinion. That's the energy that's feeding off coming from that defense. And I've seen this story. I've seen this story, even though future Hall of Famer Big Ben did his thing after the defense wasn't the defense anymore. But, I mean, we we used to tell Seven, like, hey, bro, you don't turn the ball over and just make plays with your legs and, and keep extending. Hey, bro, you're going to help us win a lot of games. I guess they're saying the same thing with Perry, the San Francisco defense. Like, Perry, I'm telling you, we got your back. Even if you do mess up, we still got your back. Just put us in some good situations. So, Perry, man, just coming from his body language, coming from the defense, coming from his offensive line. Like, when he throw touchdowns, when he run, when he scramble for touchdowns, and we, and we, and we say this all the time, Mark, like, your offensive line to tell you how your offense really feel about the quarterback, mm-hmm. depending on if that person get hurt or score. And you can just see the vibe at San Fran, man. They all behind Purdy. Purdy is playing um, with confidence. And really, when you got somebody who's confident like that, it's going to be hard to stop. So, yeah, I'm going with Purdy. And like you say, Geno Smith and company, um, they, 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 they had a run, a three, four-game run. But after that, it, it's been like up and down, so say, with the Seattle Seahawks. Now, don't get me wrong. Seattle Seahawks have passed my expectations a yep. long time ago. Long yep. time ago. 
But uh, Pete Carroll got them. You know, Pete Carroll, he's young at heart. Even though he's in his 70s, the man's still young at heart. You can see it on the sideline. Like, he he just evolved. You know, for for, for somebody to be 70-something years old, evolving, having that kind of energy, still doing push-ups, still jumping around, dancing with – with his with his with his players, that says a lot about Coach P. Carroll. But that Bay Area team sitting over there in the Bay, that E forty, that Yadarami, that San Fran, boy, them boys. It's big shout out to Demarco Ryan. Big shout out to the DC Demarco Ryan. Man, got them boys playing them at a it's past elite, a superior level on that defensive side. But to answer your question, you know I'm going with the San Francisco 49ers. Mark. Yeah, shout out to Fred Warner, the linebacker as well. I don't think he gets enough due. The Cowboys quarterbacks after Romo, Matt Cassell, Brandon Whedon, Kellen Moore. Uh, They had a season with Andy Dalton, Dak, Ben DiNucci, Garrett Gilbert. So had to have been one of those players. Um, There you go. Ike, let's go to Saturday. We've got Saturday games. We're into the part of the season. Three. I love it. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, Colts and Vikings is the first one. Vikings, yeah. four and a half Vikings point up. favorite. Yeah. You love the Vikings, Ike. I'm pushing yeah. back here. Nine of the ten, the 10 Vikings wins. The Vikings are 10 and three. Nine of the Vikings' 10 wins have come within a touchdown or less. I think they probably beat the Colts, but I think it's going to be a close yeah. game. Yeah. I'm going to take the Colts yeah, to I like the four and a half. Okay. Okay. I, I just, I, I love the Vikings in the regular season. Love them. Regular during the regular season, I love them. Yeah. Now you ask me about the playoffs. Mm-mm. 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 Not at all. Not I think at all. their ceiling the- is like the NFC Championship. Ike, if they make it to the NFC Championship, they I would say the Vikings had a successful season. That's my opinion. Yeah. That's yeah. my opinion. I agree. I agree. I'm going with the Vikings as well. Okay. Okay. I'm going to take the Colts to cover. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, okay. Ravens and Browns. This line doesn't make any sense to me, but to me, it signals that Lamar Jackson's probably going to continue to be out with the knee injury. Right, right. We don't know about Huntley, the backup, because he had a concussion. So if it's right. going to be the third stringer, um, the Browns are a three-point favorite. Watson hasn't looked good in his two games back right. uh, since his suspension. But, like, here are questions I have. I don't even know how to pick this game, Ike. So – the Browns have struggled this year. There's questions of whether Kevin Stefanski will keep his job after the season. The bigger question right. I have is this, though. Yeah, you run the ball with Nick Chubb. Where has Kareem Hunt been this season? He'd be better than half the starting running backs in the league. Ike. That's not a hyperbole. And the Browns virtually haven't used him this season. It doesn't make any sense at all. That might be my biggest beef with the Browns. Yeah, I... I, I... If Huntley plays, I'm going with the Ravens. If Huntley don't play, I'm going with the Browns. Um, it's going to take till next year for Deshaun Watson to get back into a football group. To be out of football for over 300 some days, um, that's a lot. That's like I think it's like 700. It's longer than that, Ike. It's been I'm a sorry, long I'm sorry. Time. Seven, yeah. I mean, two. I mean, then the two and a half years. So to be out of work, that's that's just like us not going to work for 700 some days. And exp- how how are we going to come back? We're going to come back past Rusty. We're going to come back – well, I can't say that word. We're going to come back rusty as hell is what I want to say. You know, so, yeah, that's that's Deshaun Watson right now, man. He's just trying to knock all the rust. So it's like a trophy that's been sitting in your attic for the past 17 years, man. I got to get I got to get everything up off that thing and clean it up. It's equivalent to Deshaun Watson 
not playing, Mark, for damn near over 700, 700 days, that's just hard. He can work out all they want to. He can go to OTAs all they want to. He can go to training camp all they want to. He's still not going to get that football feel unless he's actually playing in games. So mm. uh, he's still knocking out the rest, I think. So if if Huntley plays, the Ravens win. If Huntley don't play, I got Cleveland winning. That's fair, Ike. I'll go with the Ravens. I just think they're one of those teams where it's like, how the heck did they win again this week? We'll see, though. On the road, AFC North matchup should be a good one. I think that's a sound okay. pick, Ike. Dolphins at Bills. And Ike, Oof. this might be the matchup of the weekend. Yeah, it I is. love Mike McDaniel. Tua's coming off yes. his two worst games of the season, though. I'm going to take yeah. the Bills at home, uh, minus six and a half, if you can get it at that line. We'll see if this line shifts all right. at all. But Tua struggled the past two weeks, Ike. And I, I raised yeah. this question with you a few weeks ago. Yeah. I said, are the Dolphins really a playoff team? I'm going to just keep that question out there. Oh, yeah, they're definitely a playoff team, but they they, they, they remind me of the Vikings. Mm. And mm. they're going to be a playoff team. And that's, that's exactly – now you're going to Buffalo, and we just saw Buffalo just had to switch the whole game because they got damn near seven feet of snow a couple of weeks ago. Have the Miami Dolphins ever went to an environment like that where the weather isn't perfect, where you sip sipping my ties and you got mimosas for breakfast all day in Miami? No, they're not. So they're going, they're going into a facility, well, a facility. They're going into a stadium, a state where when you wake up out in the morning, what's the first thing you eat for breakfast? Soup. What's the what you drink going into work? Soup. What you having for dinner? Soup. So they're going into a hostile environment, and we ain't even talking about the team. We talking about actually the weather. The weather's hostile and very disrespectful. And the guys who've been staying in Buffalo, they love it because they're used to it. The cold weather doesn't matter to them. So when you see a guy coming from Buffalo to locker room and it's negative two degrees and all he got is a beanie on with no shirt and you coming from Miami and you got your feet up and you got your Bahama Mama shirt on and you got your flip-flops on and as soon as you step off that plane, that thing say, <laughs> that thing say, oh, you about to get sick ASAP if you don't dress warm up here. Yeah. So it's going to mess with their mentality. I think, I think Buffalo had a few weeks of playing as a okay team. I think now they about to get back into the, the Buffalo we saw early on during the season with Josh Allen, the company. But for the Miami Dolphins, man, it's, it's, they, I think they will make the playoffs. I look at them as I look at the Vikings, and that's a good playoff team or making it to the playoffs, a good regular season team making it to the playoffs. But that 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 cold, that cold, that cold. I mean, we used to play them. Mark, we played them all. Every, every time Miami came to Pittsburgh, that's the first thing they were saying late in the season. Man, we don't see how y'all boys playing this weather. And Buffalo has worse weather than Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. So, but, hey, hey them, hits, them hits hurt a little bit. Them receivers coming across the middle. Them hits, them hits, they don't hurt. They burn. In the cold weather, them hits don't hurt. They burn. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a different. Like, ah, this, this hot. But damn, it's cold. <laughs> it burned up there. So I'm taking the Buffalo Bills all day. Tua has been in the slump. Uh, they running backs. Uh, they haven't been healthy as well. I got Jeff Wilson, uh, Jr. on my team um, from fantasy. So I've been keeping up with him because I did like him coming from the San Fran trade. Uh, but right now, I just think my personal opinion, you can you can't correct me if I'm wrong. They, they, they trying to push Tua for the MVP at one point in time instead of just going with the roster says 
uh, run the ball, play action pass, and uh, let's keep to a safe. You know, so yeah, that's that's. But I, I just like I just like Buffalo. I think every team goes through a slump at some point in that time during the season. Mm-hmm. Buffalo are coming off their slumps. They winning games close. They're not blowing teams out anymore. But when you get late into the season, this is exactly how you want your team to be built. Because in the playoffs, you're not blowing anybody out. You know, it's gonna be some close games. So yeah, I'm taking I'm taking Buffalo all day with this one. But one of the reasons why I'm taking Buffalo is is that cold weather. They mm-hmm. call it that hawk. Once that hawk, once that hawk out in December, if you ain't used to that hawk, don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. I I gotta state this for the record. I like both mimosas and soup. I think that's important for you to know. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. I mean, you know, you know us. You know, we we uh between you and I, you know, it don't take much. As long as we around each other, we good. So if we if we if we just want to have some kind of soup that you didn't made throughout the day for dinner, we doing that. But during the day after brunch, we we definitely gonna hit our mimosas for sure. <laughs> Sunday's action, NFC South Falcons at Saints. I do not understand why the Saints continue to start Andy Dalton. My crazy theory is that the head coach, Dennis Allen, has some sort of dirt over Jameis Winston. If Andy Dalton continues to start, I like the Falcons more than the Saints from just from what I've seen. I'm going to take it to the Falcons to win on the road as three-and-a-half-point underdogs, Ike. Ooh, I'm going to go. Yeah, you changed my mind. I'm going to go with the Falcons. Is, is, is Marcus Mariota playing this game? Because I thought I watched something that said uh, he wasn't happy about not playing, getting benched during the during the game. Is he playing this game right here? Do Let me know? take a look because I know that they had named uh, no. So Desmond Ritter, the rookie, is going to make his very first start. The rookie out of Cincinnati, Ike. Okay, yeah, I thought, I thought, I thought I saw that. I thought I saw that. they 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 want to move into a different direction. They drafted a young man. They want to see exactly what he can do. Um, they they saw everything they needed to see from Marcus Mariota. So for for that case, I'm going with the Saints. All right. All right. That's fine, Ike. We will go to our next matchup, Lions and Jets. And Ike, I know everyone's hot on the Lions, winners of five of their last six games. But yeah. Ike, to me, this is like Lions are six and seven. I think they dug themselves too deep a hole early on in the no. season, and the Jets need to keep pace in a very competitive AFC East division. Yeah. This game is a pick I know Mike White yeah. has been filling in for Zach Wilson. I'm going to go with yes. the Jets. I'm zagging against no. the Lions, and it's you not zagging? because right. I, I know everyone okay. is hot on the Lions right now, Ike, yeah. but I think with four games left in the season, it's not the way that the Lions are playing, but the pressure is going to mount because they pretty much need to win out to make the playoffs. So I'm going to go with the yeah, Jets. Yeah, yeah. I like the Jets' defense this season, too. I think it's smash mouth, shutdown defense. Garrett Wilson on the offensive side of the ball, too. The rookie receiver has been special. I'm going with the Jets at home in this game as well, an important distinction. Yeah, if you zag it, I'm zigging. And I'm going right. to zig right over there to the to the Detroit Lions. And the reason why I'm going with the Detroit Lions is because it starts, one, with the head coach, one. Two, your per- they say you are your coach's personality when it comes down to team makeups. And when your coach is doing 100 burpees, while y'all warming up right in front of your face says a lot. When your coach is six seven and still working out and lifting with the linebackers in the weight room, says a lot about your coaching personality. When 
You have a former quarterback who played in a Super Bowl, even in, even though they didn't win it. And Jared Goff, it says a lot about his experience. Mm-hmm. When you have young receivers who are now opening their eyes and showing everybody what they can do, it says a lot about your team. Now, we have said this about the Detroit Lions early on in the year. They're a tough team. They just find ways to lose. And now we can't say that, Mark. To win five out of your last six games is like they're a tough team. And one thing, and it's one team that you don't want to see who's playing with a lot of confidence if they do so happen to get into the playoffs is the Detroit Lions. Yeah. I don't think Minnesota want to see them. I don't think – because one thing they're going to bring is physicality. You got Aiden Hutchinson, who he was high on in last year's uh, draft, which he did get drafted high from Michigan. What he's doing, he's playing lights out. Um, I, I tried they got to tell you, Ike, I tried to tell you. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, they got a corner. I just thought, I just thought Corey, I just thought Davis was the best overall. Uh, um, the D tackle from Georgia. I just thought he was the best yeah. person in that draft. I'm sorry to derail your point, Ike. Uh, is it Okuda the corner? Yeah, Okuda. So I mean, no, you're right. You're 100 right. So what? What? They they've been hitting on their picks. Their picks been been showing nothing but success so far and we just talk about in the rookie stage and so I mean and then you got Swift Swift was hurt the running back he was hurt for a little bit he's back uh Williams all Williams has been doing was scoring touchdowns so I think he leads the leads for running backs and touchdowns I think he got 12 to 13 touchdowns um so Swift already know if Swift is not hitting home runs they're gonna put Williams in because he got a nose for the end zone so whether it's, it's a two or three yard run that's exactly what the Detroit Lions is going to do. Defense has been playing good. For the Jets, the reason why I'm not picking the Jets because of uh, it's later on in the season, and I don't really know the Jets. Um, you can't be too inconsistent around this time. You want to be moving upward. Um, you don't want to be moving even kill. So I, I just like I just like the confidence now what Detroit is playing with over the Jets, even though I think the Jets – are a good team. Um, it's just going to be tough to see how they respond after the loss they just had. Ike, have you ever done a hundred burpees in front of the youth team that you coach? And we do a hundred. We do a hundred burpees on Wednesday today, Wednesday. So that's our cardio. So we do a hundred burpees, and we do a mile as fast as you can. And uh, that's that's our Wednesday workout. But you got to do the hundred burpees under twelve minutes. Wednesday workout. That's a good hashtag, guy. We need to move on. Uh, Chiefs at Texans. Chiefs, a 14-point road favorite. It's a Texans team that hung with the Cowboys a week ago. I don't think there's any way that the Texans beat the Chiefs, Ike, but I think they cover. Whenever I see a double-digit favorite, the NFL favors parity. I think the Texans find a way with their running game to hang with Kansas City. I don't think they'll win outright, but give me the the, the Texans to cover that 14-point spread. Yeah, the only the only if if y'all listening to our show, um, the only covering uh, app you need to go to if you want to do anything when it considers to spreads and cover is go to betonline.ag. One, we gonna get that out of the way. Two, if the Houston Texans control the clock, they will hold the spread by fourteen. If the Houston Texans try to have a shootout with Patrick Mahomes, they will get blown out by 18 points. Mm. 
Yeah, I, I'm just thinking it's like Davis Mills, uh, Driscoll trying to keep pace with Patrick Mahomes. No, thank you. Eagles at Bears. Eagles a nine-point road favorite. Bears coming off a bye oh, week. It, to me, Ike, it's as simple as this. I think the Bears offensively could hang, but I don't think that they could stop a potent Eagles offense. Reason being, you yeah. trade away Roquan Smith and Robert Quinn to get better draft picks this season. Eagles lead the league in points, yeah. point differential. They have a clear path. They're trying to fight for a number one seed in the playoffs. Yeah. With those things considering, I'm going to take the Eagles to cover on the road. Yeah. Uh, tough game. I do think the Eagles win. If you're not certain about that nine-point spread, Ike, throw the Eagles in a money line because of what is at stake for playoff positioning. I do think they'll take care of business in Chicago. I mean, the Eagles. The Eagles just hard to beat. Yeah, I'm taking the Eagles. The Eagles just hard to beat, Mark. <laughs> I mean, how you, how you, how you want to fight? The, the Eagles, the, uh, the Eagles, like, the Eagles roster is built to on the offensive side. Do y'all want to box or do y'all want to do MMA? Because <laughs> yeah, we can we can go either style. Yeah, we're, we're Tennessee Titans is a MMA, MMA style team. Um, Kansas City is a boxing team, so. Y'all, y'all want to go finesse with the boxing, or you want to go bully with the MMA? It's only one team like that, and it starts with Jalen Hurts, Mark. So I'm taking the Philadelphia Eagles because they can give it to you, have you want it. They can finesse you, or they can bully you, and not too many. I think they're the only team who can do that. If y'all, if y'all stopping our pass, we just gonna run the ball. If y'all stopping our run, we just gonna pass the ball. Yeah. By the way, we got a quarterback who understands the whole situation and he's a runner too as well. So not only he can sling the ball, he can run the ball. If y'all want to make him be a pocket quarterback, he's going to be a pocket quarterback. If y'all don't hold containment, he's going to run and scramble the ball. So that's how I look at it. It's just, it's just you're talking about a total package, uh, a team that checks off every box on the offensive side. That's Philly, man. Philly can do it. Have a, have a, have a style you won't fight. That's what Philly doing, man. That, that, that's what they're doing. So it's hard not to pick. It's and then, and then and then what caught my eye since we just talking about Philly. Of course, I'm mm-hmm. picking them to win. What caught my eye was you know Jalen, you know Jalen sitting. I think Jalen just just threw for a touchdown to AJ. No, no, yeah, to AJ. He threw a tubby to AJ, and you know Adams and AJ they they just clowned They just clowned sitting beside. Jalen, having fun as you should. We we up, we winning. And Jalen just sitting, you can just you can just see Jalen just hitting his thoughts like, hey, what I need to do for the next series. And I'm like, man, this 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 young man is locked in. And then you just look at what he had to go through in college. Now he's able just to sit and you gotta look at what he go through, what he had to do to start. And then bringing in a new head coach. And is Jalen the answer for the Philadelphia Eagles? And it's like, damn, Jalen finally catching his break. Now it took three years going into the league out of all this time, out of being a Heisman, out of going to Alabama, after going to Oklahoma, to going to Philly, to is he the answer? To he like, this all I know. Jalen Hurts like, all I know is work. All I know is me beating the eyes. So now I didn't. I'm beating the eyes and y'all finally give me 
AJ and company, Miles Sanders and company, an offensive line and company. Hey, watch what I do. So do I have to worry about anybody behind me? No, Jalen, this is your team. This is your team. We're going to have a backup because we should or two, but this is your team. Yeah. And you, you see it. You 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 see it, but we, we 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 see how successful people are now. But to see his story since he was in college, if people can think about that, yeah. it makes it even better. So from going to the national championship game to getting benched in a national championship game to transferring to another school. Well, hang on, get- Ike, hang on. When he got benched, remember he came back in to replace to Tua. To win the SEC championship, game. so to stay ready, I think is just a valuable lesson. And he came in and didn't miss a beat. Didn't miss a beat. I forgot about that, Mark. The man, the man didn't he didn't miss a beat. So if Philly win it, if Philly win it this year, I'm 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 not gonna be surprised. But I will I will I will say this, Mark. Matchups, because I always look at matchups. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They do not want to see Detroit in the playoffs. I, I would be the first to – don't nobody want to see Detroit in the playoffs. Don't nobody. Okay. These teams are hoping, wishing, and praying. Detroit do not want – they please don't let Detroit get in the playoffs. Please don't. Okay. I'll let you die on that hill, like, because I don't think Detroit's even going to make the playoffs. I know everyone's really hot on the Lions, and I understand the way that they're playing. To me, it has more so to do with – the Lions dug themselves too deep of a grave early on in the season. That is just my opinion, and I will gladly admit that I'm in the minority there. That's just what I think. I mean, don't don't, don't forget, you know, Tampa right now. They number four. They still the number four seed. And what their record is five and uh. Well, it's because of the division. I I, I said this. Uh, we did a believe NFL live show reacting to Week 14, and I said, can we get the Lions in the playoffs and we could just scrap whoever wins the NFC South? Can we bend the rules there? Right. So in terms of the way that the Lions are playing, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. I mean, we we shall we shall we shall see. Uh Cowboys at Jags. I Cowboys a six point road favorite. I don't trust the Jaguars. I never know which team's going to show up. Y'all know it. Help the skeleton. Y'all know which one we're yeah. gonna get, dog. Yeah. That's the only thing about the Jags. It's like yeah. Who, who who did the Jags beat last year to take them out of the playoffs? Was it the Colts? Yeah, yeah, helped our Steelers out. Yeah, man, wow, that was, the Jaguars, man, you just you don't know which one you get. You don't know if you getting uh Ken the Barbie doll or, or, or if you getting Freddy Krueger. That's, that's, that's you just you just don't know, Mark. They they scare the hell out of me. I yeah. I be I be I be mad and go to bed online and bet against yeah the Jags. When yeah. I see the Jags, I stay away from them. Say wise words, Ike. Wise words. Uh, we'll keep this rolling. Cardinals at Broncos could be a battle of the backups. Kyler Murray oh. out for the season with the torn ACL. Russell Wilson's got a yeah. concussion. Broncos under at thirty-eight, so uh, points will be a premium yeah. in this game. A Broncos offense that has struggled, but they were starting yeah. to click against Kansas City. Yeah, um, yeah. I would yeah. say this: take the under. I know this is a very low total, but if two backup quarterbacks are playing. Hit the under in this game. That would be my advice. Under? It's a it's a pick 'em. Thirty-eight points, Ike. Oh, I wasn't even going that far. I was, I was going to say thirteen or fourteen because the game was going to be seven to six. 
And I got the I got the Buffalo. Me, I'm not the Buffalo. I got the Denver Broncos. So okay. I, I thought you about to say 14, 15. Huh? Yeah, yeah. So that that makes a lot of sense to me. So this game is going to be a, a low scoring, old school, nineteen sixty playoff kind of game. The score will be seven to six, maybe ten to seven. All right, all right. I'll take the Broncos too at home. Me too. I as like well. them at home. Patriots and Raiders. Patriots a one point oh. road favorite. <laughs> oh, this another they they remind me of the Jacksonville Jaguars. This, I know. this another thing. I'm scared to bet against the Patriots. Oh Lord, Mark. Who they play? Who they play, Mark? Patriots Raiders. Oh, uh, because one, I don't know which Raiders I'm getting. It, 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 golly, between and the is not the difficult. Like, just Jaguar. give the ball to Jacobs. Just give the ball to Jacobs. To be this, this shouldn't be that difficult. Give the ball to Jacobs. Oh. Get the ball to Adams. Boom. There you go. Hey, what are, what are they playing at? Darren they playing Waller. At? They're playing in Las Vegas. And who are they playing again? <laughs> who are the Raiders playing again? I just, I gotta make sure I heard this right. The Patriots. The New England Patriots. Oh Lord. This would be a stay oh away from me, too. I suppose I'll t- I'm going to take the Patriots. Going- I have more faith in the Patriots. Yeah, yeah I'm going with the Patriots. Could, Bill- could Belichick, like, oh, yeah. Josh, Josh, you still my son. <laughs> so I'm going to go, I'm going to go, biologically, you're not my son. But in this culture world, you're my son, Josh. So, yeah, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with the Patriots. Because Bill going to know exactly yeah. everything Josh is trying to do. Good point. Bill going to have, Bill will have an answer to all of that. Every down. See, I'm taking, I'm taking, I'm taking Bill over Josh all day, every day. So yeah, even though, even though I don't know what Matt Jones I'm gonna get, that's the only thing that's bothering. I don't know which, which one. But yeah, I'm taking, I'm taking, I'm taking them. I'm gonna go ahead and take the pages on this one. Four left, Ike Titans at Chargers. This is another tough one. Oh lord, this is another tough one. Bro, you get. I feel like I'm taking an exam or something, right? Right. Yeah, Lee. I suppose uh, I'll take the char I'll take the Chargers with, with yes. Herbert. I'm gonna go with the quarterback here. I'd take Chargers at home, two and a half points. And, and two and a half too. You win by a field goal, you win this bet. I'll take I'll take Herbert and the Chargers. Yes, I'll take I'll take Herbert and the Chargers as well. I, I like, like I'm taking like, exam too, like that's a good way to put it. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go uh I'm gonna go with the Chargers, Mark. I'm gonna go with I I, I like Justin. I don't know why the LA Chargers don't do more of a two-minute offense just to throw the tempo off. Because when they do, Justin Herbert turns into a mutant. Yeah, for real. So yeah, but I'm taking I'm taking the Chargers. All right, Bengals at Buccaneers. Bengals only a three and a half uh, point favorite. Now I know that Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins dealing with injuries. I'm going with the Bengals all day. They've been hot. And here's the thing, too. Jamar Chase catching 10 of 15 targets. Can the Steelers steal this recipe and apply that to George Pickens, Ike? So I like the way the Bengals have been playing. I'm taking the Bengals to cover the three-and-a-half-point spread on the road against the Buccaneers. Yeah. And the the only reason why I'm saying yeah with the Bengals – is because of Piron. Piron mm-hmm. been playing out his goddamn mind since Joe yep. had a since Joe been Nick. Piron, Piron been playing like Joe. So now, now how we talk about Nick Chubbs and Kareem Hunt being probably one of the two best duos in that backfield, uh, we can also say 
You know, the Cincinnati Bengals got a good duo between Joe Mixon and, and Piron as well. So I'm taking the Cincinnati Bengals. All right, two left. Oh, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, ooh, hold on. Ooh. I can't, not against Tom. I can't, I can't, I can't bet online.ag against Tom. So I'm gonna go to, I'm gonna go to betonline.ag and I'm taking the Bucks. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I got I'm you. Right. The Bucks. Sunday night football. I think this is a loser leaves town matchup. Giants at Commanders. Commanders coming oh, off a bye week. These were the two teams that tied, and they didn't really need to tie, but I think the commanders were saying, hey, we'll take care of business at home coming out of the bye week, and this has been a very competitive NFC East division this season. I'm going to go with the commanders at home. Hey, Mark, tell Taylor Heineke to give your boy Heineke because you stress me out with all these goddamn picks later on in the season. I'm taking the Washington Commanders, and I'm going on betonline.ag to do it. <laughs> oh, man, Ike, I wish. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. One game left Monday night. This one's a little bit easier, I think. Rams at Packers. Uh, probably oh, Baker Mayfield. This is easier. Oh, I think this is easier. My. It's two bad teams playing each other. I know. I'll go with the Packers at home. Oh. I'll go with the Packers at home. This is a Mark, tough week to out. pick. I, it's a tough week. Mark, when I get out of this show, I got to take me. I don't know if y'all, for all our listeners and followers, with all these week 15 picks, dealing with Mark, is, is, he's taxing my brain right now. And I don't know if y'all ever had BC powder. So just Google BC powder. It clears your headaches. ASAP. It's it's what the old people used to take. Mark, this is exactly what I'm doing after I get off with you. I'm going to take me a goddamn BC powder dealing with your goddamn week 15. Who you got, Rams or Packers, and you're off the hook, Ike? I'm going to take the Packers. I like like their backfield better than the Rams' backfield. So I'm taking the Packers. Good pick. Yeah, the Rams have struggled to run the ball this year. IT, you're the absolute best. You're off the hook. I will let oh, you go. We're off the hook? Yeah. 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 Boy, you were taxing my brain. Well, there's no more bye week, so you got to go through all of the games. Ike, you're the absolute best. I want to thank you, the Believe Appreciate Network, our video producers over at Brinks TV, led by John Brinkus, Courtney Vargas, Herbert Diaz, Megan Maurer, producer Yancy as well. Today's sponsor of the Believe in Steelers show, betonline.ag. I want to thank the listeners and the viewers, Ike. Keep sending those comments in. We love them for the What Yins Think segment. Yeah, uh, big shout-out to betonline.ag for rocking with us from day one. Mark, a huge shout-out to you. You've been amazing to work with. Everybody behind the scenes of this Believe in Podcast, appreciate y'all just having the time and the patience. Us changing schedules, me specifically, and y'all working with me with that as well. Big shout-out to Breach TV and Miss Courtney. Congratulations! To Miss Courtney Vargas, of course, uh, she's found to me for sure. But want to thank everybody for tuning in and listening. Make sure y'all give us a five piece. That's a five star rate and review as well. Any questions, man? Make sure y'all just type it up and send it to Mark and I for what you think for sure. We love that segment. Keep asking us questions. We got the answers for it. Mark, take off. For Ike Taylor, I'm Mark Bergen. Thanks for watching the Believe in Steelers show. We'll see you next week. Enjoy the week 15 action. Until then, take care and so long, everybody. Peace.
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.